Today on my uninformed view, uh, surprisingly we made it to the second episode, uh, we're going to start with the rundown and then we'll uh, hop right into it. So we have 80 arrested, uh, 95 pounds of meth, 75 guns, uh, that was in Seattle, Washington. We have man dies on Mount Everest during Ask Promotion, Ask FM, uh, that's that online website that uh, desperate middle schoolers would post to try to find out about themselves so um, we'll look into that a little bit further we have the fbi agent loses his gun during a backflip pretty interesting stuff happened at a bar in uh colorado uh justify wins triple crown police fired for hitting fleeing suspect um the last article is the manhattan affluenza affluenza new word that's kind of been floating around lately um, simply means a rich kid gets arrested. And lastly, um, I added a new segment, uh, thanks to one of my listeners who suggested it. Listener's name is, uh, Charlie Fantana. He has gotten on board since the beginning, so he suggested this, and I'm going to follow through with it. Um, the segment is called Scrub of the Week. So it's simply, I get to pick... Um, People can send in definitely suggestions for Scrub of the Week, but um, for now, I guess I'm going to have to to pick throughout these weeks going forward. I'm going to try to do weekly episodes, not to get too off track, but um, try to expect an episode every Sunday night. I'll try to keep up with it. So let's uh, get into this. So the first article I mentioned already was the 80 arrested, 95 pounds of meth. $370,000 in cash, 22 vehicles. Uh, This happened in Seattle, Washington. It was a joint joint coalition, um, pun intended joint. So it was was a coalition between uh, a bunch of police agencies. Uh, They worked together, the DEA, something called the Project Safe Neighborhoods. Uh, They all worked together. They had this huge bust. You know, it's always good when, you know, the bad guy gets put away, put away. Um, something we always look forward to, uh, the bad guy not winning. Plus, to have all these drugs off the street is definitely a plus. Uh, when is drug dealing, you know, crossing the line? I know some of my friends in college, uh, I'm not going to name anyone because that would be a little bit incriminating. But they deal, you know, some some drugs on the side. Um and I'm not too too concerned. I don't do it myself, but um, some of them usually try to just cover uh, their expenses, which I I think is pretty honorable. Obviously, in this scenario, this was their full time job, so I think that's that's definitely crossing the line. Anything past covering your expenses is crossing the line. Uh, maybe a little bit of spending money doesn't hurt, 
but when you start paying your rent and paying your your child's you know diapers uh toilet paper when when those are all paid for by drug money i think you cross the line so glad these guys got locked up which is good again to see the only thing i was surprised about after uh reading articles surprisingly is that there were no phones recovered uh which i you know i thought was definitely weird they showed a bunch of pictures of the guns. They show they didn't show any pictures of the drugs, but they wrote a lot about them. They never mentioned uh, the phones that were recovered, uh, which I thought was a little weird, considering nowadays every you know drug song you listen to always you know I got two phones. So if one person has two phones, and um, let me do the math real quick, uh, and it was like. 60 arrested i actually didn't write down how many were arrested uh that's you know poor journalism on my part but one two phones times say 60 you know that's 120 phones none of them were found so um i don't really know who's conducting these investigations but someone left a bunch of phones around or at least somebody took them good to see seattle cleaning up so we're gonna move forward to the next article which is man dies on uh, Mount Everest. So this is this was a promotion by Ask FM. Uh, the only thing I know about Ask FM was it was something that middle schoolers would always use to kind of find out what other people thought about them. Is like this weird game that everyone would play. I kind of forgot about it till this article came about. The promotional stunt was climbing to Mount Everest. They um, they planted cryptocurrency on top of Mount Everest. So they planted cryptocurrency. It was about 50,000s worth on top of Mount Everest. The expedition went pretty well for the most part. The people that worked for the company got up and down. Somebody suffered uh, a little bit of frostbite, but what do you expect when you're climbing the tallest mountain? It's pretty chilly up there. Where the story becomes a story is when the four got down and the company didn't really uh, mention much about anything else. They said it was a huge success. Uh, they said, go try to get our currency. This is like a promotion to get people to climb up Mount Everest. It was it was about a meme. It was like to the moon meme. I didn't really understand it. Uh, I had to look it up to see what was going on. Apparently it's this meme. It's like to the moon, something they wanted to accomplish. Uh, I know Tesla sent the car into orbit which i i think is the closest to putting products on the moon you know when does advertising cross the line going back to that uh we can talk about that a little later but they their big thing their big statement after it was if they are bold enough to turn a, a social network into a blockchain i read that wrong uh if they are bold enough to do it they are bold like do it as in climb Mount Everest. They are bold enough to turn a social network into blockchain ecosystem, which is too many big words. What came out in this article was one of the people that helped them climb up Mount Everest. I guess he was a guide. He never came back. They put out a statement that said AskFM became aware, in quotations, became aware of the missing man who helped them up so 
not only did they leave the cryptocurrency up there, they left this man up there uh, whose last name was Sherpa. His full name was Islam Babu Sherpa. So RIP to him. Take a moment of silence. Again, uh, I was kind of thinking of like a, a better promotional stunt that AskFM could have done. They could have spent this money, all the money that it took to do the expedition and and the current current uh, cryptocurrency worth. They could have took that and they could have donated it easily. Uh, that would have been a contribution and a tax write-off, but... They could have given it away to the homeless. Uh, they could have definitely gave it to charity. They could have paid for someone's colleges. Usually those are the best promotional thing. I mean, it's a happy promotional. No one gets hurt. Uh, no one gets left on Mount Everest. Usually there's good positive press around it. Uh, I know the natty ice did the you know whole we're gonna give out scholarships and stuff like that that was one of their promotional advertisements so maybe SM could follow in their footsteps do some more you know positive promotions instead of this weird like climbing mount everest leaving cryptocurrency and then leaving a man behind uh i don't think that's good for any company um, especially one that's like a social network. They really don't have any business climbing up there. And the meme, no one, and no one understands the meme. That's, that's the truth too. I, I didn't understand it. I like to say I'm pretty, pretty up to pace with what's going on. It was just a fail. This was a poor promotion. If anything, they just look like a, a bunch of lunatics that don't really have much control of their company nor their promotional advertisement. I don't know who sits in a board meeting and goes, I have this great, great, great idea. Let's climb Mount Everest. It just never happens. Uh, maybe if they let off the drugs from Seattle, maybe maybe they'd have more sound, uh, reasonable advertisements. So we're going to leave SKMF that. Hopefully we don't see them in the news lately for more botched promotions so moving forward uh we have the fbi agent uh whose gun went off he was getting a little uh two turn at this bar in colorado um you gotta watch the video uh the video really highlights what's going on uh i can kind of explain in words uh it'll be a little harder what happened was the FBI agent, he was dancing in the middle of the circle, uh, going back to middle school. You know how everyone circles around uh, the one dancer during those dances. And it happens at college too. It's, it's not a big deal. But he was kind of in the middle. He was showing off. He was breaking out uh, his best move, which his secret move, which was the backflip. Uh, so he's He's standing in the middle, he jumps up, does the backflip, his gun falls out of the holster that was in his back, behind his back. So he's, he does the backflip, he lands, which is cool, uh, definitely uh, noteworthy, it's pretty exciting, backflip, backflips are cool. So he goes to pick up his gun, and when he picks it up, he just desk pops it, it just goes off. 
in the middle of the bar. So guns and bars fired. So uh, the police come, they take him away, and they just hand him back to his FBI supervisor. Uh, there's been no charges, actually, which, hmm, interesting enough. Uh, shoots a gun in a bar, no charges, interesting, no conspiracy there, so, uh, the, my biggest takeaway was after he shot the gun, no one really ran, uh, no one even, there was a couple of people that ran, but for the majority, uh, people just stood there and kind of just watched, it was the weirdest thing, you think, a gunfire in a crowd like that would really get everyone running in any direction. I attribute it to legalization of marijuana. Definitely something this podcast will cover in the future. You know, there are benefits and maybe in this scenario, a side effect of legalization of marijuana. So presumably all these people in this bar were definitely high. uh, And you can... You can test me on that. Um, But the only people that really see a gun go off and then don't react are uh, people that are high. Uh, The people in this had no reaction, were super slow. A couple of the sober people actually ran, but the majority of the people that were uh, stoned at some point um it was the mile high spirits was the name of the bar so obviously mile high it all adds up so next time colorado just lay off lay off the ganja the bar offered see this is this is the promotional advertising that uh ask fm should really try to hone in on high spirits offered the patron who was shot in the leg free drinks uh for the rest of her life Ask FM should definitely take notes from the Denver High that these are the promotions. See, free drinks. Who's going to say no to free drinks? Plus, it just it makes everyone smiling. So that was that. Uh, maybe, just maybe, he could use the safety on his gun. I, I know they put it on a gun for a reason. And, and you know, you're trained. You're trained to carry that gun. Why are you trying to impress the whole bar by doing a backflip? Uh, none of this really makes sense. So and th- and they they said no drinking was involved. I don't know if that's true. Uh, I guess I would have to be there see if he was drinking anything. Just don't yeah don't carry your gun in a bar, crowded place. Maybe don't do backflips. Uh, maybe use the safety. I don't know if I said that already. Maybe you know. Put the gun down. Also, when you're picking up a gun, maybe not put your finger on the trigger. So a lot of wrongs for this FBI agent. I'll keep an eye on him, see if he's reprimanded for this. As far as that, I think we covered that enough. I'm um, just going to move move forward. We have the... Let's skip a page. Yep, skip the page. So we have the uh, Justified Triple Crown. Belmont Stakes, sports betting, gambling, horse races, and we're going to ignore all that, and we're going to focus on uh, Gronkowski, which was not the, well, the NFL player and a horse that raced called Gronkowski that finished second, 
Rob Gronkowski, Gronkowski, sorry. He was there watching. He bet 69 on 69 odds. 69, so hilarious. Big 69 guy. And his horse finished second, so he came away with a little bit of coin. He told him and all his friends to bet 69 too. So a lot of 69s. That's the only reason I really included this uh, was just the 69, 69. And more 69. So we're we're pretty much done with that. That's as much as we need to say about that. So 69. And then we have uh, the police officer fired for hitting fleeing suspect. This was a... This happened in Georgia. Great state. It was a fleeing suspect. And the officer chased him in his patrol car and hit him from the back and then he fell and that's how they apprehended him the sheriff office that he was employed with uh reviewed put him on suspension and then reviewed the film and then actually terminated him so you would think this is where the story ends and you know everything's cleaned up you know the lawsuit is pending but everything else is taken care of the neighboring county uh actually hired the guy so the guy was fired for, for about two days and then the local the local county sheriff's office hired him posting on facebook justifying his his actions by saying you will find the wisdom the very wisdom of this decision and saying that what there was no reservation in the actions the officer took uh i you know I just want to go back to, so I watched a lot of cops in my day, and I can't emphasize the the importance of the foot chase. I think it's kind of become outdated with the car, but in this scenario, the cops should have just, I mean, I'm not, okay, so disclaimer, I'm not a police officer, I've never been to the academy, uh, I have no training in this, but uh, just my uninformed view, try the foot chase, I think that'll that'll alleviate a lot of the the problems instead of just hitting see it's it's weak i think it's weak when you chase the suspect in your car uh i know justice is important but justice has to be fair so if he's running on foot you run on foot um that way we it's a little bit equal and and the you know the quickest person wins uh that way you're not fired. If anything, you're just like a little sweaty. He gets away, which sucks, but you'll get him the next time. There's no there's no reason for you to chase him in your car and then him knock him over. See, that's not fair. That's not justice. Things have to be equal. So if he's on foot, you're on foot. I think that's the only, the only proper way to approach this. And Hopefully he doesn't do this in the future with the next county, maybe in civil, he might have like a civil thing he might have to deal with. Pretty sure it's against the law to just hit people with your car. Moving forward, we have the Manhattan affluenza team. Uh, again, affluenza is sort of this word that's come about in the last couple of years, which just kind of defines like the rich dickhead. Uh, it came about after a suspect got charged with a DUI. He hit four people 
and they had a psychologist kind of define it as affluenza and it's the the idea that they are too rich to understand consequences so these lashing outs that would normally be reprimanded with the law don't necessarily apply to them i don't really agree with all that that kind of just gives them a reason like this kid this kid wrecked uh, a five million dollar hampton home he just went in there flipped tables ripped out screens ten thousand dollars in damages uh drug fueled by the drugs in i guess washington he's in college he's 19 and really should, should try to focus more on getting his life together than going to prom he was at a prom and then this was i guess their prom weekend or their prom after party and he made it there but then around 6 a.m he started i guess acting a little weird maybe the drugs kicked in and he started lashing out they him and his friends or friends i'll get to that in a minute uh ubered out the old ubering out to save the friend we've all been there and he started like getting jittery in the back of the uber and then he jumped out and then he climbed a fence and that's when he broke in there's several ways he broke in according to the news one was he broke the window and unlocked it the other one was he kicked the door down went through the house destroyed most of it kind of the wolf of wall street type thing where he ended up on the lawn and a construction worker found him, called the police, and that's when he got the Narcan, and he was resurrected, put into custody for all he's done. I mean, my biggest thing for him is you're 19 and you're going to proms. I think that's where it all starts. I think that's a problem. Lay off the drugs. Another. So this is my advice to him. Stop going to proms. Maybe lay off the drugs. Also know the damage you're causing. Um, his friends, yeah, advice, another advice, get better friends. His friends, after he jumped out, uh, kept going. They didn't stop the Uber. They were committed on making it to Manhattan. So again, more advice, get better friends. And I think this will solve a lot of your problems and won't be breaking into houses much longer. His dad is uh, a lawyer, big time, big wig lawyer in Manhattan from what I was getting. Plus to be at these parties and be invited to these parties, I'm pretty sure you have to be up there in that, that New York Hampton lifestyle, you know, yo. Uh, so yeah, lay off the drugs, get better friends, stop going to prom, focus on college and uh the house was previously owned by george stephanophilagus uh which is pretty funny they don't even in the articles mention the people that own it now they just say formerly owned by which is kind of shitty so finally uh that's that's it for that we're kind of moving into our first segment ever well the buffalo wild wings one was kind of a segment but i kind of wanted to i didn't want to advertise too much for them so we have this segment, which is Scrub of the Week. Drum roll, please. Scrub of the Week is Steph Curry. Steph Curry is a... I'll read uh, Steph Curry's a compliment. She's a, 
past four seasons, three championships, two regular season MVPs, but where he falls short and the reason he won uh, this week's scrub of the week is because he didn't win the finals MVP. Kevin Durant got it, uh, and a lot of the press kind of avoided talking about it, and if they did, it was a lot of, we know Steph Curry's Golden State, Golden State Steph Curry, this is his team, this is their franchise. I think that's uh, lies. The quotes from some of the articles are, he didn't, I didn't want to win it anyway. No, (laughs) that's my quote. Uh, I'm not going to let it define my career. But at the end of the day, you lo- like you lost it. Uh, he tried really hard. He set the this finals. He set the NBA record for the most threes in a playoff game. Put up thirty plus points in one game, but he still fell short. And that was something that kind of arched over this whole series. Was will Steph Curry finally get the MVP? And in a lot of the coverage, you see. Steph Curry holding the trophy, but then you see Kevin Durant holding the MVP trophy. Who's really the face? That's my question is who really is the face of the franchise now? And is Steph Curry in the back seat? So for this reason, Steph Curry won uh, Scrub of the Week. And again, thanks to uh, Charlie Fantana for this, this suggestion. So this concludes the second episode of my uninformed view thank you for whoever is listening and we will try definitely try to do this once a week thank you guys for listening uh hope you have a good day bye-bye we can dance if we want to we can leave your friends behind Cause your friends don't dance, and if they don't dance, well, they're no friends of mine. Say, we can go where we want to, place where they will never find. And we can act like we come from out of this world, we don't be a one party.